You know, every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That ain't that what we're supposed to do? It's, I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. I think what you're trying to ask is uh, why am I so insistent upon giving out to them that blackness, that black power, that black pushing them to identify with uh, 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 black culture. I think that's what you're asking. It's, it's, I have no choice over it in the first place. To me, we are the most beautiful creatures in the whole world, black people. I mean, and I mean that in every, every sense, uh, outside and inside. And to me, we have a culture that uh, is surpassed by, 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 by no other civilization, but we don't know anything about it. So, again, I think I've said this before in the same interview, I think, uh, at some time before, my, my job is to somehow make them curious enough or persuade them by hook or crook to get more aware of themselves and where they came from and what they are into and what is already there and just to bring it out. This is what compels me to compel them. And I will do it by whatever means necessary. I am your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, and welcome to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. We are the return of Intelligent Radio as we ensure the free flow of opinions and push the envelope on the questions America's afraid to ask in the mainstream media. Good morning to all the intellectual outcasts out there listening. I am excited about this morning's show. If you are a first-time listener, again, I go by the name Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. We always do our show in the form of a question. Um, and the idea is if you take the quote-unquote Socratic method, um, ask the right questions, you can get to the right answer. But before I let the cat out the bag on this morning's discussion question, if you are tuning in and haven't seen the promotions for this morning, I'm going to introduce both of our special guests, both returning guests to, to be exact. Uh, Shadon, I'm going to actually start with you, if you will, Queen. Thank you for being with me this morning. I know I only have you for an hour. If you will, say hello to the intellectual outcast. I don't know if you've tuned in since I, I deemed us. We, we transitioned from truth seekers, which we still are, to intellectual outcasts. So if you will, Queen, say hello. To give a little bit of your background, and, um, we'll get, and we'll introduce our next guest. Absolutely. Well, good morning. Great morning. I'm so excited to be here. I love the new community name. Um, as you said, I am Sherdine Reynolds. I am the CEO of She Prints It. It is a fiercely female promotional products and print company committed to helping women-owned, led, and operated businesses brand like a boss. Um, but what has always been near and dear to my heart and uh, true to my success is the power, the enlightenment, the um, self love and self-awareness of my blackness. I think that has guided me to this point is how I've gotten to uh, be a part of this beautiful community. Um, and I believe it will carry me into generational wealth. And I am super excited to be here. Glad to have you. Ms. Dia, if you will, thank you for being open to coming on. It's been a while. Uh, and thoroughly enjoyed you a while back uh, on the show. But if you will, introduce yourself. Tell them about um, you are a co-host of the um, 
the show ATL, um, so you can give them that background and anything yeah. else you want to add in reference to this morning's discussion question, because I'm pretty sure you're a little peaked to say, well, you know, why did Montoya call me? So we'll, we're we going to figure that out, but if you will, <laughs> Queen, uh, you know, say hello <laughs> to Shadon as well as the Intellectual Outcast. Go ahead, Queen. Yes, greetings to a view. It's a pleasure being here with you all. Um, so as mentioned, my name is Miss Dia. I also go by Pretty Dope Dia. And I am a uh, Detroit native, so I've been here in Atlanta now almost 20 years. I've been hosting, well, producing and hosting a radio show down on 89.3 FM, WRG, which I absolutely love because we are able to do what many well, what what you're doing here, we're able to do it on F on the FM down, and that's something that is so. Um, it's just you know you don't get that. You don't get a chance to hear real true voices. You don't get a chance to hear uh, you know our opinions the way that we're able to present them on mainstream radio. So I'm grateful to to be able to host and and produce a show on the FM dial that allow us to be unapologetically black, you know. So I've been doing that, as mentioned, now um, 18 years. I do the show ATL Radio, which is a part of the Night Watch program, and it broadcasts every Wednesday night going into Thursday morning, midnight until 3 in the morning. I'm also a spoken word artist, and uh, and I, uh, you know, I dibble and dabble in making some pretty dope items. So if ever you see me, you know, see pretty dope box. With um, with my custom pieces and stuff, please make sure y'all stop by and check this sister out. But yes, I'm so grateful to be here, and I I'm here kind of on the sister still learning a lot because it's a lot that we're about to you know discuss that I'm currently learning. So I'm just happy to be here because I know once we're done, I'm about to know some things that I did not know before this show. You know, before we did this show. So thank you for having me. No, glad to have both of you. Both of these queens are um, queens that I, just to throw this out, I, uh, I support. Um, Shadon does my mental dialogue shirts and pretty dope deals. I've purchased some of her unique wares as well. As well. And so I'm really trying to give myself some cachet because y'all might not like me after the show. So I want to start out that I do support Uh-oh. both of you. <laughs> I want to start there Let and remind known. you anytime okay. y'all start boiling over that this is a brother who supports you. <laughs> <laughs> but let me stop Uh-oh. hot side. Okay. Let me, uh, let nah, me it's all good. I'm hot side. <laughs> nah, I'm hot side. It sounds like you kid. It sounds like you do it. I know, right? I know, right? Right? Hey, don't call me out. Uh, you, would, you would be the one. Now, let me stop. Uh, anyway, let me get to this morning's discussion question, and we'll we'll do a quick start, go to a break, and get deep and um, hot and heavy, as I like to say, into this morning's discussion question, which is the woman king, she wrote or propaganda. The woman king, she wrote or propaganda, which is obviously a reference to the upcoming movie um, directed by Viola Davis, uh, lead actor. Viola Davis, the woman king reference to that movie. Um, but if you will, Don, I think you've done this with us before, so we'll let you kind of show Miss D of the way. But the initial, when you first heard the question initially was this way. I just want your initial thought. Don't go deeper into the second thought. We're going to say that to after the break. But just when you heard the show, I said, hey, Shadon, it's been a while. I want to bring you on the show. Here's the title. When you heard the title that way, what was the first thought that popped in your head? Uh, the first thought is that this is going to be good. 
Um, <laughs> the well, that's, it. That's, the that's, that's it. This I look going to be good in that poor grammar, just like that. That's how I heard it in my head. Hey, I know what you mean. That's all that matter, right? That's all that matters. <laughs> hey, and, and to be truthful, it's not poor grammar. That's just a misnomer, but I, I ain't going to get all technical yes. and all on y'all and everything or whatever. <laughs> I receive it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They try to right. call poor grammar, but it be proper. It's just some extra words they like to use. We don't need them. You feel me? They, I mean, I'm not well, just making it I up. Mean, you really get it. Get into the linguistics. It's not pro- it's not improper get grammar. Just throwing it out there. Just giving some people the little I think, research. But to that point, I think so that saying that also leans into this conversation because no, some are probably going to say that this is uh, improper use of the title king. Right, and so that into, can be argued. Yeah, absolutely. Is what, to that same point. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. And again, just throwing out a little gem out there because as, as we say, all we ask is that you think. So that's something people can go look up and find out if I'm right or wrong about whether that's correct grammar or not. But with that said, I'm going to throw it over to you, Miss Deal. Your first initial thought, seeing the question, I sent you the flyer. You saw how it was worded. What popped in your head, if you can recall? Um, okay, I need I need him to break that down for me. There it is. That's the first initial that thought. That's what it that's how we yeah, want. That's how we want. I was like, wait a minute, propaganda, but it's the truth. Like I just, I was just, I, I said, no, I need, I need to understand. I need, I need it to be broken down to me just a little bit more so that I can understand exactly, you know, like what is being asked. Like, are we saying, yeah? I just, yep, I yep, that's yeah. Just initial thought. We're gonna come back with that out of the break. We actually up against the break. We'll be right back, and we'll get hot and heavy, and we can get deeper into both your thoughts when we come back from break. You listen to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show, where all I ask is that you think. Hey, Smithoff, where you find that Prince Sign of the Times on vinyl at? Real talk, you got a dope vinyl collection. What, you been collecting them, like, over the years or something? No, actually, I just started my collection. But my man Tobago over at DBS Sounds, he be hooking me up. You remember DBS Sounds on the south side? They still around? I figured most of the record stores in Atlanta be closed by now. Hey, vinyl is the new wave, and DBS Sounds got the best collection in town. You can still go there and flip through vinyl. They still got CDs and mixtapes, too. Let me check their IG page at DBS Sounds ATL. They still be having artists in stores and everything. Hey, you want to run by there? Hey, man, I ain't got time right now. I got to go back to Cali tomorrow, but I might have to catch them next time. Maybe. Oh, nah, you good. Even when you get home, you can just shop at their online store at dbssounds.com. They'll ship directly to you anywhere in the country. Matter of fact, jump on dbssounds.com on your phone and order straight from there. Word? Hey, I'm about to get my music game up. Hey, what's their address? In case I get a chance to swing by there, I'm, I'm going to pick up that new Kendra Lamar CD. Oh, they at 6604 Highway 85, Riverdale, Georgia. Bet. An evil is coming. That threatens our kingdom. Our freedom. But we have a weapon. They are not prepared for. My king, the Europeans wish to conquer us. They will not stop until the whole of Africa is there. We must fight back for our people. Aniska, 
things are worth fighting for. Don't know. You are called to join the King's Guard. No kingdom in all of Africa shares this privilege. Train hard, fight harder. We fear no one. And we fear no pain. I offer you a choice. Fight or we die. Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. This morning's discussion question, the woman king, she wrote our propaganda. My special guest, Shadon Reynolds, as well as Miss Dia, as we hear the a part of the woman king's trailer, if you will. And so we wanted to get into a deep discussion about the movie. Some people asked me as I was promoting this week, how are you going to have a discussion? The movie's not out yet. And what happened was a couple of thought leaders that I follow, um, Six the Goddess as well as Frank Rivers, they were m- making some points that I thought, you know, this is worthy to talk about even prop- prior to going into the movie. And I think a good place to start, uh, Ms. Diaz, since you had that idea, like, you know, what does he mean, you know, Shiro or propaganda? Because uh, I, I definitely got hit with that question this week where someone was like, well, how is it propaganda if it's based on a true story, which is a great question. And so I'm going to share a quick thought from uh, one of our guests we've had on the show before, um, Frank Rivers, and this what I saw him say. And, again, it was this me seeing these other people talk about it. I was like, well, hey, let's get, let's do a dialogue on the mental dialogue because people, again, that I, I respect for talking about it. And I said, let's see what we can do with it as well. And so he put up a post, and I think this will kind of starters down uh, even the idea of what, quote, unquote, the propaganda might be, if you will, Miss Dia. So I'll let you respond to this first since you kind of went there. Um, but here's the post from Frank Rivers, and he kind of posed a, a, a question of, and you see this all quite often on social media, so I hope I can paint this picture. But he kind of makes a reference of, of someone, in a sense, talking to themselves, a woman in particular. And he goes, her, I'm tired of always being seen as masculine, overly aggressive, dominant, loud, sassy, always doing everything and never getting a chance to rest and be soft. Also her, I can't wait to see this history. His response to putting up that question of, a, again, a sister talking to herself Frank says, I get the duality. Viola Davis is an incredible actress. Honestly, on its face, the issue isn't this film slash history. It's that there is no balance. There aren't movies that display soft, feminine, and graceful sisters that balance this out, at least not enough. This is the overwhelming theme. It's by design, always has been. Remember, media is propaganda, and it is always and it will always be designed, designed to benefit the creator's agenda. And as sure as my name is Frank, there's an agenda. You are every woman. It is all in you. You are a kaleidoscope of colors, but only certain colors in the spectrum are shown. Only a small part of you is highlighted consistently, and that's you stressed out, beat down, alone, and with your back against the wall. So much so that some have embraced it until their minds, bodies, and spirits can't take it anymore. So I'll say this real quick, Miss D. I want to get your response to that. Uh, one of my uh, regular co-hosts, uh, Latrice Ross, always talks about one thing that we as um, black men in particular um, will all will always kind of miss the boat on is we don't understand the intersection of being 
black and a woman. So I think what I'm hearing here kind of speaks to that, uh, um, if you will. I just want to highlight that Latrice says that quite often. That intersection is one that's difficult for us as men to understand. Um, your thoughts, Queen, again, I think this lays out, in a sense, why the title is what, the, what it is, if you will. Uh, I think that lays it out to a degree. But go ahead, Queen. Let me hear your thoughts on that. Can I be totally honest with you? That's the type I'm of show we have. So please, please, please. I don't I'm want you to be gathering. anything but honest. Yeah, yeah. I'm still gathering my thoughts. So if if it's okay, come back to me. Yeah, please. absolutely. I'm, Shadon, no, Shadon ready yeah, to jump in. I'm still gathering. That's my girl. She always little... ready to jump in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go ahead, Shadon. Rock it, rock it out. Um, although I always have something to say. I am with her. That's a lot to take in, um, and it's not a simple and it's not a simple response, right? And so mm-hmm. some of what he said and stood out for me uh, specifically was the comparison to a woman A saying that she wants to be treated like a woman and soft and not have to be aggressive and control, you know, or leading um, in the family or whatever structure. But then in the same breath, she wants to see this movie. And then he starts to talk about how we are layered in a lot of different ways. And so if we're layered in so many different colors, why is he reducing us to simply those right. two different conversations? So let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me jump in real quick and say this. This is for clarity purposes. He said the lead was they're tired of always being seen. So he's highlighting how America quite often looks at black women that way. So he didn't. He was just saying that, and sisters do quite often, you know, like when you, you know, if you're in the workplace, you always have to be careful of how you're seen in the workplace. So he's referencing how sisters are seen, not that he did it. But perception, somebody else's perception of us and our reality are not the same thing, right? And so because, and, you know, I'll use myself as an example because Lord knows, that I have been accused of a lot of different things, and some of which I'm very proud of. Like, I don't shy away from the fact that um, I am a strong um, alpha personality. I say it like I mean it. It doesn't take away from the fact that I'm also a mother, and I'm soft with my children and my husband, and I have feminine qualities. But But I'm very proud of the strongness that I carry as well. And so I say that to say, we're we're not we don't have to be one or the other or we don't have to fall in one of the colors i can be every color in the crayon box because i am and so just because i don't want to always have to be the rock i don't want to always have to put my foot down and be the strong one in the situation doesn't mean that i never want to be that right just because right. I don't always want to be feminine and soft and girly doesn't mean that there's not times when I do want to be that. Just because I think that this, I want to see this movie, but I also have had moments when I have been frustrated with how society sees me. Like those two things can exist at the same time. And so what is always um, intriguing to me and I, I believe requires some deep dive conversation is that the black man often has these conversations about the black woman, but rarely have spaces to simply 
listen to the black woman because you can hear me enough to have a response, but do you truly feel what I am saying to you so that you can adjust your comments, your way of thinking, the way you present me to the world to fit what it is that I truly need? I'll just close with this. Most of the time, women don't want to be that strong. They have been positioned to be that way. They have been let down more times than they want to be. So it has become a shield for some women. And it is that man's job to soften her so that she feels safe. If this movie title bothers you because there's a woman that has to run the nation, A, you should also have been bothered by uh, Black Panther because it was women who ran that. Uh, but B, you should be bothered by the fact that there's not a man that's holding it down. You shouldn't be mad at the woman. But that's my two, three, four, and five cents on it. I got you. Let me ask you this before I let Ms. Bia jump in. So I, I just I just want to understand are you are you you're responding in general versus versus what Frank had to say because I feel like Frank said what you just said. And if you don't think he did. I would want to. I just want to. Dialogue. I don't think he did. Okay, so so here's so here's okay, cool. So that's why I, I would like to dialogue in where you're hearing the difference because when I saw him post this, I saw some people not saying exactly what you said, um, Shadun, but I but I definitely saw people, in my opinion, miss what exactly he said. And so here's why I think he said exactly what you said, and then of course I don't mind you disagreeing, um, but yeah. he absolutely said. Um, it's in all of you. You are a kaleidoscope of colors. And he says only a small part of you is highlighted consistently. He says, and that you stressed that and, and that you stressed out, beat down, and along with your back against the wall. He said, so much so, like you just said, some women have to embrace it based on their situation. He said, so much so that some have embraced it until their minds and bodies and spirits can't take it anymore. So I'm saying he's highlighting exactly what you're saying. And I think, in my opinion, I think you're missing that he's just referencing that in media, you're only shown this way. Because he wasn't saying this is y'all. He wasn't, he literally is saying exactly what you're saying that he says, he said, there's in media, there's not enough of the other side of you shown. So he's focused on the, the media and the theme. But he said exactly what you just said. And, and I mean, at least in my opinion, and so tell me where mm-hmm. you think I'm missing it, missing that. I'm it's about not what that. He said, what he particularly said. Yeah. It, no, I don't think that he doesn't close with a similar argument and point. I do think that we align in that point. I believe for me, my concern is what led him into that messaging. Right. And so, so much of what you, the, the cover of your book matters. The cover of his book started with him, whether you see it like that or not, in my opinion, placing judgment on women who, A, said that they're tired of being seen a certain way, and then those exact same women, B, saying, I can't wait to see this movie. So when you lead with judgment of me and then try to say that you agree that I sit on both sides and then shift the blame to the media for making me look that way, you are part of the problem. 
and you can't you can't try to stroke my ego or because to me you're playing with the media the same way, right? Like, yes, the media is so full so of ask, propaganda, he, but he's doing okay. the same thing. So, so, so is he doing this, or, or is he just pointing out that the media does it? That's not doing the same thing. It's just but pointing he didn't out start out by it. pointing out that media does it. This he is was initial pointing thing out is, women. No, he said, I am seen. He's, the seen part is the media. That's what he, I am tired of always being seen as. So he makes reference what to is, the What media. did he say about yeah, he so said the, the media over, saying that we don't want to be seen that way? Read the top yeah, of saying, it. Yeah, so, so, yeah so, so what happens is, I, and I was, you're saying I'm okay with seeing it seen both ways. That was you personally, and I understand that. He's just pointing out a woman that thinks they're tired of being seen this way. So he's pointing out a woman. Yeah, he's pointing out the woman, and then and and is he saying that that these are the same women that's excited about going to see the movie? Right. He, that's he exactly says, what like, he said. He says, like, he says, like, yeah, yeah, that's, he says, yeah, like, that's very is... problematic. That's very okay, problematic. I'm... Okay, I'm listening. Go ahead, Miss. Thank you, sis. Don't tap in. <laughs> Yeah, you know what it, it is um, because the, as as sister mentioned, you know there's and, and as he came back around to try, you know, to mention, yeah, we are all of those things. So when when we when we express our excitement or our interest in something that we're also frustrated, or it appears to be like we're frustrated as you know those types of images and stuff being put out there like that. Like to act like there's something wrong with us saying that, but the you know, but we never hear like, okay, one 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 second men are oh I'm the house I'm the head of the house I'm the head of this and I'm you know all all this head stuff head head head, but then you know we also hear these same guys saying you know sometimes I just want to cry nobody want to listen sometimes I just want to so it's like so if we were to to pretty much invalidate their feelings about the, you know, either one of those is, is problematic. And to me, that is exactly what he just did. Like there, it's that it's the same thing. It's the same thing. And, you know, it's, Great it point. just is, it's unnecessary because we have to deal with this all the time. We have to deal with, oh yeah, we're supposed to hear you, see you, feel you, but we're also supposed to, uh, give you this break you know we're supposed to do all of these things so that you're comfortable and and, and you know that someone hear you but then when we speak you know it's oh but these are the same women like it's just that's not okay you know all right, i will so. admit i'm struggling with it with all the callers out there for anybody that's if you're a first time listener you do have to press one we'll absolutely let you jump in on this conversation with us you know, first time listener. A lot of times y'all miss that. Y'all think because y'all call in, y'all are on the line. Some people listen via the phone. So I'm trying to be very clear. I see a lot of callers out there. If you're trying to talk, please press one to get in on this conversation. We actually got a couple callers that want to get in, so I'm gonna go ahead and get at least to one of these before the break. All right, area code six six one, last three three six two. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your three cents on this morning's discussion. Okay, hi everybody. My name is Kai. I'm calling from California. Um, I'm Hi. probably going to call back later, too, because I see this conversation is getting juicy. I love what you guys are saying. Um, I definitely agree um, with what's kind of being said in regards to a lot of black women are not allowed to have range in our humanity. And 
we are um, expected to kind of just stay in this one type of mode, but, but we're not allowed to have that full range the way everybody else is kind of given that. But I actually had a question um, to see, you know, the sparked a post that I saw where I think this was around the George Floyd incident, um, with, and I saw a black woman post, okay, um, black women, we're going to have to start learning how to out, uh, you know, Oscaring white women and crying and grieving online, basically. And a commenter basically said, how can we do that when our image is always so, um, um, I forgot how they worded, but basically kind of quote unquote strong. And so I was watching the the, the, um, the comments and like the dialogue going back and forth in regards to um, people saying that we have a lot of the strong images. We just need to learn how to kind of have those images of representations to balance us out. And what can we do to strategize to have more of the balance of of the other images in addition to the strong? Because we don't want to lose the strong because that is a part of the human our humanity. We have we have range just like everybody else. But do you guys think that there um, for, for the two um, black women panelists? Do you guys think that? What kind of strategy can black women do to incorporate those other um, images? And do we have to start mm-hmm. creating our own platforms for that? Because I, I don't want to lose my range in my humanity. I don't want to be just shown as a monolith because black women aren't a monolith. Um, but what kind of strategies can we come up with to where we're represented in all facets? All right. Um, mm-hmm. Sounds good. Ms. B, I'll start with you um, with um, giving a quick answer. And I just want to highlight this. Yeah. If I got a blind spot, y'all can call it what it is. But I literally thought that's what Frank point was, was the, like the, the more balance that's needed in the media. So I kind of hear it as similar to what she's asking. But go ahead, Ms. Diaz. Yes. Uh, so one, black women, and this is something that I'm learning because I grew up equally with men and women and I grew up with some very strong men but they embraced and they encouraged us to speak our minds they encouraged us to you know they told us what was right what was wrong and when it's wrong you know I'm saying don't be afraid to speak it so I didn't realize until now just how many men I think didn't maybe how do I put this It, it feels like a lot of people grew up without listening to women, without being in situations where it's like, okay, maybe they had sisters or cousins that, you know, they really kicked it about a lot of things and stuff. So now I'm seeing just how important it is that we speak. You know what I'm saying? We speak when we, right. and whatever it is that we feel. when we. Yeah. Let me, let me do this real quick, Queen. Let me do this real quick. Oh. Sorry to interrupt you. I got to go to a break, and mm-hmm. I don't want to – you about okay. to get deep and juicy, and I want I want to make sure we get that part in succinct. So I'm sorry, y'all. We'll be right back, and we'll get an answer to uh, Ty's question when we come out of the break. All I ask is that you think. Have you heard about that podcast, Mental Dialogue? It's so good it should be illegal. But if you miss the live show every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio, be sure to catch replays on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, and all other streaming platforms. We are the return of intelligent radio, and we are the best in the world at having hard conversations on race, sex, gender, and business in the African-American community. And remember, all I ask is that you think. 
Do you need marketing designed specifically to compete in today's digital age? Well, look no further than Emoreg Digital Business Solutions, a marketing agency that's well-equipped to provide solutions to the challenges faced by businesses looking to acquire and retain customers in today's ultra-competitive marketing world. Whether it's video creation, website or logo design, mobile app development, social media and email marketing, or e-commerce design and development, Emoreg Digital Business Solutions has the answer. Visit them at emoregedbs.com. That's E-M-O-R-E-J-D-B-S.com. Or call 864-221-3632. That's 864-221-3632. Emoreg Digital Business Solutions. We're the solution to your marketing challenges. Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. This morning's discussion question, the woman king, she wrote a propaganda special guest, Ms. Dia, as well as Shadon Reynolds. And I'll highlight this very briefly, Ms. Dia, so you can get right back into your thoughts. Uh, a quote from Alice Ginsberg, whoever controls the media, the images, controls the culture. And so just, again, the way I'm understanding Ty's question and the challenge from Frank is just, what are the strategies, like you are in media, you play an important role, as you said in the beginning mm-hmm. of the show, you're unapologetically, unapologetically black, uh, but you and I both know, even in me having this platform, a fight to get more voices heard, to get more balance in the media, because again, you know, what, even what, with the point where y'all may disagree with Frank, his bigger question is about the balance that's being seen in the media controlling the culture and that there's aspects of this movie even that will still buy more into the unbalanced. That's the, in my opinion, the deeper question that we're tackling today. Go go ahead, Queen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so basically I was just saying that, you know, it's important that we be 110% true to who we are when we feel in a way, speak that. When we're feeling, you know, when our emotions, you know, get up the best of us and stuff, cry. And don't worry about that because I've been in so many situations where it's like, um, you know, a lot of times I've, I've learned a lot, of, a lot of times there are many men, and of course not all, but there are many men that just, that just like to get us worked up. They just like, you know, it's fun to see us, you know, oh, and our feelings and all that stuff. So, you know, oftentimes the things that we're saying, many don't hear it. Many do not hear it. So I, I say, you know, in all of that, just still be true to who you are. And what's very, what I think is the most important thing is that we do create platforms and stuff for ourselves. I've been doing this radio show, and, and my co-host, for the most part, I've had all men throughout the years that I've been co-hosting, and they laugh, but I'm very serious about it. I will mute their mics in a heartbeat when I know that they're not listening, when I know that, like, okay, yeah, right now y'all taking this is just fun. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about something serious that impacts women and affects us on a daily basis, and y'all don't want to, you know what I'm saying, y'all kind of making light of it. So I'll mute their mics in a minute. So it's important that we, you know what I'm saying, create platforms that we control so that the things that we need to get out there and the conversations that we need to have are done, and they're done effectively and stuff. So, um, again, I'm all for creating platforms and us being true to who we are and not worrying about what they say because a lot of times also, and I'm going to finish up real quick, a lot of times they people will sit and act like, or they'll sit and give you hell for the stuff that you're saying and then come back 
uh, a couple of days later, like, well, you know what? I had time to think about it, and you really were right. Right. So all of this time that we could have been discussing something that is important to us, y'all wanted to play around with it. So, you right. know, again, I'm for creating them things so you can mute Mike. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you, Queen. And I'm, again, I'm, I'm just, I'm really trying. Again, I'm because the movie hasn't come out, right? And so the idea is uh-huh. Shiro propaganda and just how the media is used. And so, absolutely respected in a sense the individual conversation. But if we could just, in a sense, is there any reality to that by design? I'm not saying Frank's right because I want to hear y'all thoughts on it. But is by design all we is the media? leaving us unbalanced and what does that even oh i'm sorry i didn't know that that question that she asked was at okay and then let me let me clarify with her let me clarify with her because she said because she asked for strategies on not being seen that way so that's how i understood her and i'll be get 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 her back on and we'll go to the next caller um ty am i following you or am i missing you and you can please provide clarity if i Yes, yeah, yes, because it's about like like the strategies and just like I love um I I forgot the panelist's name. I love the viewpoint, but I think also for me, growing up without any men around me, um I think that for me I would have benefited a lot more if 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 the if maybe the media's perception or media's output wasn't so she could have her own back. And and so I think I'm trying to figure out what are just some good strategies and kind of some tactics so we can kind of have more of a balanced approach because I do think as a black woman um, from intersectionality of not having like a father around or brothers around or like a lot of men around um, that you are kind of left in a different position to where I don't know if I'm wording it right but I think it'll be really helpful to hear more strategies. No, that makes sense. It just it sounds like you you know without like in your situation. Without other portrayals, you're left to figure it out on your own. Is kind of what I think I hear you saying. Well, figure out uh, figure out on, on on your own. Well, that, but then also having to interact with the world that has this perception of for you being of strong course. and having your. Absolutely. And I do think that there's a difference even with even amongst black women who, let's say, who had way more male protection growing up, they are able probably to kind of stand more in that sense of I'm going to tell you my mom, I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel, and and I, you know you know I'm strong in my stance, but not also maybe not picking up on that men probably won't do certain things to you because they see the village around you. You know what I mean? No, it makes sense. No, it absolutely makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, the media perception oh, is not no, going to be as strong. Yeah, yeah. The media perception is not going to be as strong if you've been fortunate enough to have that 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 environment. So that makes a lot of sense. Let's get to the other caller. Area code eight one seven last three six nine one. Give it your name, where you're calling from, and your three cents on this morning's discussion. Hey, my brother. This is Mickey out of Arlington, Texas. Um, hey, I Texas. wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Um, the young lady that kind of opened up with this, the biggest, the biggest comment once we once we got, I can't remember her name, but she's pretty passionate about it. That's when you turned around and challenged her and said, "I think you're not understanding." I want to go into one piece of what she said because I think it would help me and a lot of us. She said um, at one point, she said, "It's um, where's the man softening that woman?" And I thought that was a pretty powerful statement. In that one, I think that's a, a huge ask. Uh, I think he should definitely be an active part of that. But it really seems like a, in my world and from my paradigm, that's a that's a Jesus task, right? You need to. We we should each be working on ourselves to bring the best version of ourselves to the table. And I and I don't want to overinterpret what she said, as if she said right. it's solely responsibility of a man. But I did think it was interesting because she made a lot of good points. 
Um, I do think she's more aligning with what the guy said, but I want, and I want, I'm listening, ladies. I want another thing I'm going to say is we're listening here, but how do we do that, right? Like I said, I think it's a huge task, but, man, give me some ideas because another sister said um, uh, men, you know, are, men aren't listening or most men aren't listening, that kind of thing. I think a lot of us want to listen more. So if that's any encouragement, just know that we do exist mm-hmm. and uh, keep 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 being open and receptive to those things. Um, and then I think it was the same thing that said, how you feel, you know, say it. How you, you know, if you just want to cry, cry. I think we have to be careful with that because some of the, the reasons that all of us, black men and black women or minorities in general, are having issues or being seen a certain way is because we have done those things and they get taken out of context or they're not taken in the proper context. So I think there's something to be said for discernment and balance when it comes to that, having outlets to cry and vent and all those things, but also keeping that professional decorum in a professional environment. And, again, I don't assume that's what she meant, but I would definitely right. love clarity on that. How, no, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So let me, I'm jumping in because I, yeah. I want to try to see if we can get to both parts. So, Shadun, um, right. yeah, you made that statement. He wants a response to understand you more. So go ahead, Queen. Yeah. You spoke over him when he was repeating the statement, and I missed the first well, half. The statement was well, specific. Well, let me help you out. Let me help you out. He was uh-huh. the thing where he what made him was pointed when you were saying um, men need to soften. He wanted to better understand. He was like, you remember he laughed and said it was kind of like is it a Jesus task to help him understand what does that look like? So that's the that's the first part. So, oh, when I said that they need to help soften women. Yeah, yeah, he wanted to understand what. Because that's did. what I was saying. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that, that's a great question, and I'm happy to elaborate. So sometimes you'll have, and I try to say sometimes because I hate to say often or most because I don't know most people in the world, and I haven't had all of the experiences, right? And I think words matter, uh, just real quick. But sometimes you will experience a space where a man says, I met this girl, and I want to be there for her, but she's so busy trying to be the boss and she wants to be the head of the household and she won't let me leave. And what I think men just need to understand is that if you were always the coach of the basketball team, you were the coach for 20 years, and then today somebody says, you're going to sit on the bench and I'm going to coach. You're going to be like, what do you mean? I've done this my whole life, and it will require for them to address you a particular way, to come to you and say, you've done an amazing job as a coach, and I would love to still have your input on how this game should run, and maybe we can work together to make sure this team goes to victory. But if you can let me today lead and give me feedback later – so that we can grow together, that's a totally different conversation than just telling you to go sit on the bench. And so I think for men, they they give up sometimes too soon on the relationship because she has a harder exterior, and it it wasn't she wasn't born with that. She had to build it. So just the same as she had to build it, somebody needs to be patient with the breaking down process. And so I hope that helps, but that's what I meant. And I don't think it's a godly thing. I don't think that it's all that complicated. I think that from the beginning of time, women have been expected to do wear so many hats. I saw this video the other day really quickly where this guy was like, uh, the woman should, why is why aren't women cooking and cleaning and all this stuff? And the, another guy got on the video with her and said, because she had to go to work all day. And 
she's like, but that still doesn't, and it still didn't make sense to him. Like, so what? She went to work, and he's like, when you got off work, did you feel like cooking and cleaning? And he's like, but that's her job. Why is it our job to wear a billion hats? And but to ask you to just add one more to your head seems like a a request mm-hmm. from the heavens gate. Just, that just that seems more extreme than my request. Can I, can I comment on that, please? Yeah, yeah, you got about a minute before break, so make a comment. Go ahead. Okay, so I think I would think I think in fair balance, I think we all wear many hats. Uh, I think in the scope of this discussion, it's coming from a woman's paradigm, and I respect that. But men wear many hats too. Uh, I don't. I just think it's a little unfair to, to go there with it. But in terms of being patient, you, 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 a man that gets involved with a woman has a hard exterior. He needs to be patient. I get that. But couldn't we turn around and also say, isn't it fair for us to have an expectation that you you have taken the steps to soften yourself and to be more receptive to that, that man coming into your life and, and being that team that you talked about? So it's more rhetorical in nature. I mean, we can do this forever, but I think there's, no. there's definitely another side. I don't think that's fair. No, yeah, I, I, I agree with you, John, on that. Let me do no, this. I don't think I that with, that's fair. Yeah, let me do this. Let me do this, y'all, because I got to go to break. But I, I agree with Shadon because I think you're not respecting if somebody's been forced into a position. It's no different than it takes a while to move to a different position. It's no different than living in a messed up neighborhood and then going to a new neighborhood and you act different than everybody else because you had a whole different paradigm. It doesn't It doesn't happen automatically. And I don't think we suggest that it happens automatically. Um, but if you get into that new neighborhood and people just expect you to take on a new way um, yourself, it, it takes a lot more than that. And, I, and, I, and I'm just throwing it out. And again, I know it's a rhetorical question, but I just wanted to throw out, I understand that. We're up against the break. We'll be right back. Well, all I ask is that you think. LNG Technology Services, we are your industry leader in aircraft and heavy equipment repair services. In commercial business for over 15 years, LNG technicians have over 150 years of equipment-specific knowledge and are known industry-wide for returning worn-out, broken, and overused ground support equipment back to the user in working better than new conditions. For a service job done right at a value unparalleled in the industry, contact LNG Technology Services at 478-781-4860. Again, for a service job done right, that number is 478 478- 781-4860. LNG Technologies is a Mental Dialogue Gold member and proud sponsor of the Mental Dialogue community. All right. Hey, guys. My name is Shergan, and um, I'm the CEO of G-Print. I always have to say that. So uh, my conversation is Wakanda, right? Wakanda forever, right? We hear it all day, every day. But what if I told you that we have forever been Wakanda? And when I say we, I mean me. When I say me, I mean black women. So I'm sure you're wondering, where could I possibly get that idea from? Well, think about it. In this movie about this amazing, fine black man, Mm, mm -hmm. he is completely covered and protected by the black woman. See, when you think about him moving in his purpose and his greatness, he can't do it without his warriors who are who? The black woman. When you think about him needing to have the appropriate tools and resources and capabilities to live in his greatness, he can't do it without his sister, which is what? A black woman. And when he goes to war and he gets to fight man to man and he needs his powers regenerated, he gets to lay on a bed of flowers and his powers 
are poured back into him by who? A black woman. See, my toy asks all you do is think. All, right? All you ask is that we think. Think about this. Come on. From the start of us as African women in America, we have always had to put our power to the side. If you think about the start of slavery, when our black man was out in the fields picking cotton and being whipped by masters, he was able to come home and we had to care for his wounds. We had to make sure that he was fed, that the kids were cared for, and that his sexual needs were met. But we forget that we also had to do that for masters. See, the black woman had to take care of masters, make sure his sexual needs were met, that his children were cared for, that his family was fed. And kept, and then she had to leave and go do the same for her family. At no point was she able to lay in the bed of flowers and have her power for that. Welcome back to the Mr. Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, aka Black Socrates, along with special guest Miss Dia, as well as Shadon Reynolds, as you just heard. Shadon. On a soapbox dialogue. <laughs> tell them where you was at, Shadon, before we get it. I know you Thank want to talk about what you said, but tell them where you was at. Tell them where you was at. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So that was at one of our missile dialogue events that are starting back up next week, right? Yes, sir. Um, we live yes, at the Irving Grind. So I'm super excited. And what I love about this community and that space is that we get to have those real conversations and if you guys get a moment to go catch that video, I know it's on Mental Dialogue's YouTube, but also after, at the end of that, we get to have these amazing conversations, right, like we get to have on the show. We get to do that in person. And it just hits different when you get to see the passion in someone's eyes, when you get to touch that person and say, king or queen, I hear you and I receive that and I want to do better. And that, to me, is the power that we should focus on and not so much of what the media is doing to us and what are other people doing to us. What are we doing to ourselves? What spaces are we in so that we can change the narrative and the conversation and our reality for ourselves? My story always says that I live in my own universe, and I do, because I carved out what I want my world to look like. And nobody else is going to tell me that it looks any different. And my kids only know the world that I've created, the universe that I've created. And so even when they grow up and go into the universe and they tell them that we're this and we're that, my kids are going to be like, that's not true. Because my aunt is a doctor and my uncle owns this company and my guy sister does this. What black people are you talking about? So we have to change that inside and stop giving all this power or shifting the power to people who uh, should not control our narrative. But... Needless to say, make sure I see no, y'all next good. week. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Doubt. <laughs> and just so, you know, just so you know, I'm about to call Miss D out. So, uh, I've been inviting her when I was way up in Cobb County. She had a whole show in the mall way before I even knew you. And so, hopefully, she'll be encouraged for y'all to meet in person next yes. Friday. Because we are the dopest event, smartest event in the city. And um, I just heard a testimony of. The, the, how it hit different when you do that thing in person, and we all do business together. Yeah. And you got a beautiful business that I would love for you to come and actually display, and you know, uh, being at our event. I keep one vendor, one vendor. I always keep only one vendor because it's 30, 40 people. I want to make sure you make your money. It's a win-win for everybody for Urban Grind. So I just wanted to throw that out. September the 16th, we are finally back live. Once a month. We haven't been once a month since the pandemic, so that's why I'm taking a moment and a break 
to highlight the fact yeah. that Mental Dollar Live experience is next Friday if you are in Atlanta, uh, Urban Grind, Black-owned coffee shop. Shout out to Cassandra, the owner of that space, for supporting me. And definitely want to see you, Miss Dia, live on air. Call out and say, "Hey, I want to see you next Friday." And I got a business spot love if you want. To be there. If you want to bring I, your stuff I up would in there. Love. Listen, I'm serious. Put me down. I know I tr- I, I tried in the past and stuff. Um, it just you I, ain't I, with having. <laughs> I know, yeah. Let, let me say, people, you know, I love my sister Georgia Me. Georgia Me called me Miss Do It All, Dia for Do It All, because I was doing so much, and a lot of people only knew, like, okay, either only she was she was only doing the radio, or either she was only doing, you know, had a store. Like I was I doing so much, and I just I, I was tired. But like yeah, now, I, I learned to. Yeah, like now I, I learned to, you know, be wise, a little more wise with my time, and um, I, I would love to be there if you were having me. I really would. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah, I, I, I got a vendor spot, so let's do it. Uh, but, either, yeah, you know, and say, you. even if you just come enjoy yourself either way. But I know you got, you know, I want to make you, you uh-huh, know, and I want win. that vendor spot. What you talking no, about? No, yeah, let's win. That's why I put it out there. I want you to win. I'm just saying, yeah, I want you to win. Let's do it. Um, but with that said, we yeah, got another call. Um, and I'm going to keep pushing and driving. I only got Shadon for a few more minutes here. And um, love what you had to say. It's almost damn near a closing statement, Shadon, or whatever. But I'm going to keep driving to the propaganda portion because, as I heard, again, Ty call in and say, hey, well, here was, was my life experience because as much, I'm 100, you know I'm 100% with you, with us. You know, that's why we have our own platform to create our own narrative. So I'm 100% with you. However, I am very aware that, you know, again, I'm just highlighting what the caller said. She was in a situation where, she was having to go out in the world only faced with people that had media perception. And so in her situation, um, you know, it may not, and it's a lot of our people that are in those situations. So, so to a degree, I am like Frank, I will still say, in my opinion, we need to be very aware that some aspects of the media are by design. I'm going to get into some hip hop conversation in reference to that, which Medea, I know that's, I mean, Ms. Dia, that's your thing. So we'll do that um, after the break, but let's get to this caller as well. Area code 4480, last three, three, one, four. Give us your name and your three cents on this morning's discussion. Hey, what's up? Good morning, Montoya. This is William Magnum calling out of Dallas, Texas with the area code from Arizona. <laughs> nah, good day, How y'all doing? Up, brother? <laughs> Hey, man, I'm enjoying the conversation. I think it's uh, points hit me really hard, and uh, I, I think we don't put enough focus on the importance of, I think it was Miss Dia that said, that said, and she kind of said this kind of kind of in a, in, a, in a funny kind of way, but it was like, I, basically she was saying, I have my finger on the mic control, right? And that's so significant because it kind of goes back into what you're saying, Montoya, about controlling that narrative with the platforms that we own. Okay. And you know, it's important to understand the importance of controlling that narrative because we see it all the time. And, you know, we had that conversation the other day about the LBT, uh, LBTQ, uh, mm-hmm. like, and you, Montoya, you, uh, you educated me on how they actually took control of their narrative, and you saw the impact of how fast, right, <laughs> and they were probably at the bottom of the barrel, you know, you would say about 10, maybe 10, 15 years ago. And they used the platforms that they had, whether it was government or, you know, podcasting or technology or whatever it is, but they had control. What they did is they took ultimate control of their own narrative. And what we continue to see is how important that is in perspective mm-hmm. and opinion, right? And, the, and, the, and it's one thing, and I agree with, I think with the other lady, I, I didn't get her name. I agree we have to have self-love, to initial, initial self-love and understanding of who we are. But from a public perception, 
and a public uh, idea of who we are as a collective, it's important to own those platforms that allow us to hit the button when we need to hit the damn button. Like, if I need to cut you off because we're getting lost in the sauce, and Montoya, you understand this, you do it all the time. Like, you got a, you got an army of uh, mental dialogue guys who will come after If somebody comes after you, you know, them people going to come after them. You know what I'm saying? And it's important to have that representation and that and that, and that backing. I'll I give you one more example. Like, kind of when the, when the queen died, I'm going to bring the queen into this, like, uh, of England, right? And most, it, what amazed me is how many people never met the queen. Most people don't even like the fact of having a king or a queen as, a, uh, as that type of uh, government. But at the end of the day, the narrative is so strong that regardless of how much you really understand and know who she is, people love that woman for some reason. And, and you know, it, it, it baffled me a lot because I don't really know the woman. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what she's done for humanity. I really not, I'm ignorant as to that. But that that narrative, because of that platform that she stands on, is so strong that people love her for reasons that they can't explain, right? And it's important to understand how how important that is. So I think from a from a collective, as as, as the black community, we need to continue to educate, learn, right? The importance of controlling our no matter how great we are, it really doesn't matter at the end of the day if we don't control that narrative to the collective. Mm-hmm. Uh, society that we live in. So I just wanted to add that, and I think Miss Dia hit it on the head with, you know, if, if them if them cats is getting off off topic, hit <laughs> the button mm-hmm. and put them back on topic and control that narrative so that people view you in the way that you want them to view you. So that is how you want to be seen collectively and control that. If we control that, then you know everything else is, you know. It's pretty straightforward, so that's what I. No, I love it. I love it. We got a couple of minutes, so I'm gonna let Shadon give her because she, I know she has to go. So I'm gonna let her give a response to that, and I'll just kind of highlight a little bit of, if I can, some of what I'm hearing William say, and and this the dialogue has to go there. But again, I want Shadon to respond to it. And so what happens is, um, as I hear William stressing controlling the narrative, that's that is realizing on in the bigger scheme of things of how people are very, very um, concerned with how the collective appears. And so what I'm hearing William say, in a sense, as, as Ms. Dia said, hit the button on those, you know, on her radio mates, if you will. I, I think I hear William saying, Let's, we, we also have to be prepared to do that from a collective standpoint, even in how we may be viewed in these movies. And so I think that is a challenge, even with this upcoming movie. I'm talking about simply from an imagery standpoint to a degree, and it's not about whether I agree or disagree, but it's just what I think Frank was doing was the awareness of the lack of balance and that we may walk into it unaware. So that's what I wanted the the dialogue to be is just that awareness and what that looks like. Are we preparing our children and are we okay with all the imagery? I'm not saying yay or nay. I'm just saying that's the dialogue. Uh, We got a minute before you go, Queen. If you will, give us a quick thought on that. Let them know how they can stay in contact and get in contact with Chief Prince, an, an amazing company. That, again, that, that, that's where I get my shirts from, and I would recommend to everyone else. Uh, make it quick, Queen. We are at the top of the hour. Yeah, so I'll just say, if if I can stay, I will. If I can't, then this will be my exit. Um, and I would just say, most importantly, that I think at the end of the day, with social media, we are the media. And so the things that we're putting out, just the same as Montoya heard that information from that brother on his social media and that impacted him, we all have that same power and ability. 
so uh, watch what you say because words have power. Don't put things into the universe and then be upset when the universe uses them against you. Um, and then I would also, you know, so I think that's important. I think that's a deeper dive, and I hope I can stay on. We'll see so that we can talk more about that because I think what we do within our communities matter. Um, similar to what that young lady said, and with all due respect, you know, she's saying that the media led her in a certain direction because she didn't have men in her family, and our conversation is about the media when the conversation should be more about where's your dad and where are the men in your family and what are we doing in our community so that the media does not have that type of power over how you see yourself in your community. But with that being said, again, I am Sherdon. I am the CEO of She Prints It. You can find us on all social media platforms under She Prints it, very literal statement. You can shop at sheprinted.com. Feel free to email us or call us, info at sheprinted.com or 844-777-5900. We work business to business. We are all about helping you brand like a boss. So if you're looking to purchase in bulk, step your business game up, scale, and make sure people know, like, and trust you, then give us a call. We're the answer to your uh, problem. Well, sounds good. You know, you can get back in if you need to. I know you got to go, but if you want to come call back in, please do. We are up against the break. We'll see y'all after the break. This morning's discussion question, the woman king, shero, or propaganda. Thank you so much. You're done. All I ask is that you think. Hey, where did you get that hat and t-shirt? I like that. Oh, I got this at moneymotivation.com. It's fresh, right? Yes. And I love the message on it, too. You are the hustle, huh? That's what the shirt says. I am the hustle. They embody the entrepreneurial spirit. And what I like the most, it's more than a brand. It's a lifestyle for those who want to put in the work and expect to have the final things in life. I also follow them on Instagram. Check this post out. If you believe money is the root of all evil, you're using it wrong? Or how about this one? Excuses made zero dollars an hour. I like those. What's their IG? At moneymotivation.co. But do they have any ladies gear? Yes, you're going to love the clothing line they got for the ladies. Matter of fact, pull up their website, moneymotivation.com, and I'm going to get you a few things so we can both look like money. Everywhere I go, go. And everywhere I be, be. I don't even talk, talk. They still know it's me. Because I look like money. Smell like money. Truth Seekers, please understand, Mental Dialogue is much more than just a talk show. Each and every Saturday, we communicate with you for two reasons, to dialogue and connect. On the dialogue side, we cater to you intellectual outcasts who feel you have no place for honest discourse on race, sex, culture, and African-American business. On the connect side, we've created a community where you can connect with experts specifically in finance, whether personal or business, and mental health, whether it's trauma or to optimize performance along with all the other skill sets from other MD community members. Our mission was to create a virtual nationwide neighborhood where African Americans learn to trade ideas, goods, and services through social media, meetups, and this podcast. To become a neighbor of the Mental Dialogue Community Club, please visit us at mentaldialogue.com. We are better with you than we are without you. We can be neighbors even though we don't live next to each other. Hashtag raise the culture. Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. This morning's discussion question, the woman king, Shiro, or propaganda? Our special guest is Miss D. It looks like Shadon may still be on the line, so we'll check on her as well. 
um, with that said, Ms. Dia, if you will, I wanted to dig into, I don't know if you had a chance to check it out, no problem, I'm going to read some of it on the air, um, but one of my other guests has been on the show before, Six the Goddess, had a commentary, and again, her and Frank kind of prompted me to say, hey, let's jump on the show, let's have this dialogue, and I wanted to read some words from her post, if you will, in reference to this upcoming movie, and I'll say my goal, if you will, again, I don't know if you had a chance to check it out, but my goal is not about you know, in a sense, critiquing, if you will, or whatever. Uh, at the end of the day, critiquing is almost the lowest form of, you know, can be considered the lowest form of uh, communication, if you will. So for me, the dialogue is getting into what awareness should we have even going into this movie? Um, because, you know, Asher Dunn rightfully said, rightfully said that there's a, obviously a bunch of situations in which if you have a good foundation at home, the, in a sense, the media won't have as a large effect, but the reality is that's not always the case. And so um, if we want to, in a sense, change that narrative, it can definitely help with the culture, in my opinion. So here's what Six to God is, again, she said a lot, but we're going to just read some of her words. And I want to have, you know, if, if we would, you know, you and I dialogue about our thoughts on it, if you will. But again, not just agreeing or disagreeing with her, but just um, her perspective. So she goes into the early history of um, African women warriors, if you will. And let me highlight this as well. So if you don't know, the Woman King, you probably noticed by now if you've been watching the media, but it's based on the, uh, the Agoji warriors, if you will, but they're known as the Dahomey Arab. Amazons or whatever and so um, she's just making reference to what it was like to be a woman warrior in this comment she says imagine all the men of your people fighting in battle and dying so rapidly that the army becomes depleted then since the men are dying in masses you as a woman are called to fight you are 15 a virgin stripped of your childhood and womanhood to go die women warriors rarely ever succeeded and were killed even quicker you are not allowed to have sex with anyone but the real king, not allowed to marry, not allowed to do anything natural for a woman, and are instead handed a spear to go sacrifice yourself. You make the best out of it because you are in literal survival mode and, quite frankly, don't have a choice. Centuries and centuries later, in a climate where women that look like you are complaining daily, hourly, and not being about not being protected, and your men are constantly being systemically feminized and portrayed as a as disposal to their women, a movie is released called Woman King, depicting you as strong and fearless warriors who are able to save everyone because the men failed. Your thoughts, Ms. Dia. I'm sorry, hold on one second. I may have muted you by accident. Give me a second. I think I did. Yep, I did. Sorry. All right, go ahead, Queen. Thanks. That's okay. Can you hear me now? Yep, yep, that was my bad. Yep, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Um, it's so much, and it's so it it is. I mean, I do say it's not about agreeing or it, like I do agree with a lot of what she's saying, and um, it's just a lot, you know. It, it's a lot because on one hand, we do we do want to show the image and images of us, um, you know, being strong in the physical because there are some women that are strong in the physical and some that 
would make great warriors and some that have made great warriors. So we want that story told. Um, do I think that um, do I think that it's some a little bit of BS involved in it? Yes, I do. Um, because in so many ways right now, as black women, you know, we just we need a break. So it's you know it's it's just it's it's both of them. Like, like so check it out, we, check it out. Let me throw this out. We want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me throw this out. See, so I hear you say we need a break, right? Mm-hmm. I, I I I really that really resonates for me. And and in needing a break, similar to Miss to Six the Goddess saying, and here comes a long centuries and centuries mm-hmm. later, a movie that's going to create a narrative that's going to do anything but that possibly could. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, but it possibly could do anything but lead to the break that you know that you need. And again, I'm talking about this. To me, this is a deeper dialogue. It's mm-hmm. not about the movie itself, but the timing mm-hmm. exactly. of it, the timing of it. And we're going to read more of her thoughts. But it, it, it falls in line with when Frank says, "This is by design." He, he, Frank says, "You're absolutely all of these things as you're pointing out. You are the kaleidoscope, but if your imagery and your narrative is unbalanced, that's worthy of dialogue than simply, in my opinion, mindlessly lining up to go see the movie. I'm not saying to go or not." see it i'm just talking about going without the awareness is even more problematic mm-hmm. and to me is why it's worth today's dialogue your thoughts queen um i will i will say this um when i when i say that we need a break i also <laughs> know that you know our fight is never done so i would like to see this just as i oftentimes watch sucker punch or something just to give me some strength like hey this fight ain't done yet you know what i'm saying so um and then there are there are women out here that they don't need a break it's i, I may be tired because i'm 40 something you know what i'm saying it's some some younger and maybe even some older women right now that that do need fire lit you know what I'm saying? they need that fire lit so i that's why i say like i'm I feel it now. What I I can appreciate is that the, the as far as the timing, I am happy that this story is coming after a Black Panther for those that you know for those that that movie inspired and stuff. Because I do feel like our men needed that fire at that time and still need it. You know what I'm saying? So it was it's great to see that you know. All right, we're now hearing this story after that because so often women black women in particular are always expected to to be the first to to do you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah, that's so, fair. let me yeah, right. no, that's fair that's very fair let me yeah. um say something that may be a little controversial here and i'm and i don't mind Again, mm-hmm. we're trying to go deeper with this and so i've highlighted that i can in a sense our collective mindset, specifically as African Americans, with the, in a sense, the, if you will, the transatlantic, you know, enslavement trade as part mm-hmm. of our direct history. Um, so what happens is even the concept of us needing Black Panther. Here's a, a reality to our psychology that 
that there's an aspect that the way we, in a sense, lined up for Black Panther in droves. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody went and saw the movie, not just Black people, but of course, we lined up in droves and added to it becoming, mm-hmm. you know, an all-time selling movie. Again, Marvel's already doing its thing, and and plenty of our community, yeah, plenty of people in our community love Marvel anyway. So I'm not, but again, but highlighting that extra, yeah. you know, showing up in the, the you know, oh, the, yeah. the wares and you know, written and out clean. the beaters or whatever. <laughs> and so, so here's here's the here's something in a sense to think about because again, what it showed me is based on collectively to a degree how we see ourselves. It speaks directly to today's conversation from this standpoint. We 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 lack a narrative of seeing ourselves healthily enough, whether it's through, through public education and history, and very lacking in media, which we know the unbalance is clearly there, to where even as adults, we lined up like kids to see a black superhero that's been in books since the 60s, since it's been in comics since the 60s. And I'm highlighting what, in a sense, we're still, in my opinion, still missing what I would say is Six to Goddess's point of understanding the power of media. And there's a psychology where we're even saying, oh, we needed that. We needed to go see a superhero. I'm not, I'm, I'm challenging uh, yeah. the deeper it's, psychology. See, the thing it. is, we trying to make, we trying to make that like it's simple, but it ain't. It ain't, you know what I'm saying? It's, my point we, we is not to, simple. Uh-huh. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm saying, saying it's simple. It, we, we're trying mm-hmm. to make it simple that people would need to see that. Now, listen, I come from, uh, you know, and this is just being honest, I come from some great people, great grandparents, great parents, all that stuff. And even with all of that was poured into me, my family, my cousins, my sisters, my, you know, all of us, media still plays a huge role and representation and all that stuff still play a huge role in us just being able to navigate our day-to-day experiences and especially when it comes to us right so there's nothing wrong it's nothing wrong if these people are not simple-minded they are not uh uneducated they are not they lack you know self-pride and all that stuff because they wanted to see a movie and be entertained by something, whether it's fictional or fact, whatever, like it's okay for people to see that it's art. To to minimize that is to minimize what art is to us. And I don't okay. think that as people we should we should be doing that. So whether or not, you know, now if we if now when we get to talking about the lack of education and true history and all that stuff um, I'm all for that conversation. I am all for our people not needing a Black Panther because they know who Marcus and Martin and Malcolm and Mumia and all these people. They know who the, these people are, so they don't need that. But I also am not opposed to us celebrating stories that's telling us and showing us in a light that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, that's great. Okay, we yeah. superheroes too. Yeah, now here it is. Here it is. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going I'm to go to this break. And I'll say, for clarity purposes, I'm not minimizing it. I'm actually speaking to mm-hmm. what your story is, how much they go hand in hand. And so if we realize mm-hmm. how much they go hand in hand, there's a deeper conversation in what type of About image are we being shown yeah. 
oh, even yeah. in going into this movie. I, they are absolutely mm-hmm. connected. So and I wasn't downplaying the fact that we needed to do it. I was highlighting, unfortunately, mm-hmm. the psychology, like you said, not having been shown Marcus Garvey enough, you feel me, not having been given the right mm-hmm. history within education of how it be, was such a more of a need do to those things going hand in hand because what do other cultures get? Mm-hmm. They get the education and the images. That's the difference right. for us. Uh, we're up against the break. We'll be right back. But well, all I ask is that you think. Hey, Smithoff, where you find that Prince Sign of the Times on vinyl at? Real talk, you got a dope vinyl collection. What, you been collecting them like over the years or something? No, actually, I just started my collection. But my man Tobago over at DBS Sounds, he be hooking me up. You remember DBS Sounds on the south side? They still around? I figured most of the record stores in Atlanta be closed by now. Hey, vinyl is the new wave, and DBS Sounds got the best collection in town. You can still go there and flip through vinyl. They still got CDs and mixtapes, too. Let me check their IG page at DBS Sounds ATL. They still be having artists in stores and everything. Hey, you want to run by there? Hey, man, I ain't got time right now. I got to go back to Cali tomorrow, but I might have to catch them next time. I'm in. Oh, nah, you good. Even when you get home, you can just shop at their online store at DBSSounds.com. They'll ship directly to you anywhere in the country. Matter of fact, jump on DBSSounds.com on your phone and order straight from there. Word? Hey, I'm about to get my music game up. Hey, what's their address? In case I get a chance to swing by there, I'm, I'm going to pick up that new Kendrick Lamar CD. Oh, they at 6604 Highway 85, Riverdale, Georgia. Bet. Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. This morning's discussion question, the woman king, she wrote our propaganda. Our special guest is Miss Dia. First hour guest, Mr. Don Reynolds, is with us. Looks like Ty wants to get back in. Let me let her back in. For the other hey, callers out there. <laughs> hey, Queen, you... Hello? Yeah, you, did I get you right? Is this you, Ty? I'm looking at the number, right? Is this you? Yeah. Okay. I can say because I think that you guys have been having a great dialogue. Um, I really, I really love it. Um, but I've just been taking down notes. So I think that everything's been really good. Um, I think with the first panelist, I do think you kind of misconstrued some of the things that I said a bit. Um, but I think that that's probably just for another day. Um, but I was really curious on I wonder sometimes within, um, and maybe it's kind of a conversation with maybe like more black, a more black woman, is do we like do we have a strong fight kind of to keep the strong black woman narrative because that is the only perceived positive narrative about us in the in the media, mm. and that's something I'm kind of struggling with a bit. And I was thinking, if not that image, then what? Like, what other things as black women have we been praised for? Because I feel like the um, the, the panelists that kind of went off, I think, with the whole, you know, you know, the bigger question is, where's your daddy at? To me, that was kind of like a really saucy response. And I thought to myself, no. oh, hold on. go ahead. Ty, I don't. Ty, wait, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I don't. I, I'm, and I'm, I'm not trying to invalidate your feeling, um, but I do. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't think she was trying to come at you, you know what I'm saying, disrespectfully or anything. Yeah, um, but that that, well. that that part of the conversation is the conversation that we keep on skipping over. So even right. though it may not be the conversation <laughs> to dig into yeah. today, it is a conversation that we need to have. So 
Um, I don't want you to feel like like brush that part over and let's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. With, I agree. Yeah, I would like to add. I would like to second that if I will, Ty, real quick. I would just like to second Miss D on that. Just real quick, real quick, real quick. I would like to second Miss D on that. Um, she was. I think she was speaking way more in general and not particular to you, just to highlight that. But go ahead, Ty. I'm sorry. I agree, and I got third it um, because I was thinking like, huh, like 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 that, you know, like that wasn't the intention, kind of like of the call, and I can we can talk about where he is, you know. Um, but I thought the focus was kind of like like the strategies, and so I didn't give enough context that that's not how I feel like I had to kind of be because I've never really molded into this. I'm saying how the world maybe has treated me, and I think other black women. If we look at our um, fatality rates when we kind of go into like the medical settings, we have like mm-hmm. a higher. Um, a death rate, mm-hmm. um, a death rate when we have our, our pregnancies in other groups, and a lot of that is said because you know a lot of these medical professionals see us as stronger. They invalidate mm-hmm. our pain, and so what yeah. a you know I have molded myself is saying, hey, like when we interact with these other systems because of some of these images, um, it, it may be you know it may be a bit of a challenge, and so. How you know what what are some strategies for where we can kind of balance it? But then I think just hearing the dialogue even more. I was wondering a bit of like, hey, um, what are other um, things in which black women are reinforced for in the media? Like like outside of the strong one, outside of the hypersexualization, outside of um, outside of saucy clapback, you know, and real housewives and all those things. Outside of that, what else are we basically validated for and seen for and acknowledged right. for? You know, and I wonder Yeah, yeah, because we only got a little time and we still have to talk just a little bit more about the actual um the the tribe. If that's okay, Montoya, I really did want to touch just a little bit, spend a little time um about the historical part. Okay, let's of, do that. We can do that too. That. But um but anyway, but but Ty, what I, I totally understand what you're saying and that's why earlier when I said us being just true to who we are, be true to who you are. So, like, right now, um, we need to, when we, when we, you know, need to stand up, still stand up, but when we need to cry, there's nothing wrong with, like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, we just need to be be okay with being women. And there's nothing wrong, not not even just being women, because men should cry. That's what some of y'all, that's what some of y'all live right. right now. <laughs> but it's okay to be human. You know what I'm saying? So we just need to, and whether it's we talking about our, because of our representation and and media and music and our and the job force and our everyday life, it's be human. Everybody else get the right to be a human being except for us. And I ain't just, and not just us as women, but just us as melanated people. We don't, you know what I'm saying? People don't want to afford, like, give us the right to just be human. So we just need to be human. Like, right now, most of the things that we're fighting for and stuff, we fighting for it because people, we've allowed people to bully us into, like, mm-hmm. hey, you, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't care about this. You shouldn't be emotional. That's if you being emotional. You shouldn't care about the 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 images that's being portrayed out here. You shouldn't care about the music and what they say in the music. You know, so we've been bullied into being silent about those things. And right now, we can't afford that anymore. Like we don't have the time. We got the luxury to not Yeah, Mr. So I'm 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 missing what what you what what are you hearing? Because because the question is what I'm hearing from her is like where are the other images in the media? And I'm, you know, and I know you've been in media for so long, 
So I and thought, I'm saying, you know, I don't know if you I'm have, I don't know if you have it. Any... Montoya, because that's okay. what I'm saying. In all, in in the in, in media, in uh, in every aspect, we've been, you know, what I'm saying like a lot of women have been bullied into just not being women. That like we've only been able to, you know, we only want to, you know, it, it's only accepted that we do be the. Yeah, she, you know, she being strong right now, or she being, you know what I'm saying, or either she being the savior. And we don't have to always be that. So right now, the only way we're going to see change in everything is if we start truly being true to who we are. And if being a woman means being emotional at times, it's okay. I'm not saying, like, every time your feelings hurt or something, you just break down and all that stuff. But, like, it's okay to show emotion. It's okay to show that you care. It's okay to show that you don't agree. And if we practice that in just who we are just as a person, that should, you know what I'm saying, it all play a part in, in everything. So, we, you know what I'm saying, like it sounds, it may sound simple, but it, it is what it is. Like the only way we get away from being, you know, put into a box of only one thing is just that we be okay with being those other things and not care about what people got to say. Yeah. That's why I make sense. I'll be be straight up. Because I don't know how a young girl does what you're saying up against what we're talking about today. Because at the end of the day, we, you know, we talked about you're not going to get it in school and then the media doesn't reinforce. So I understand what you're saying. Like personally, like that makes perfect sense, but I don't know how that gets us into controlling our narrative because this this conversation is the propaganda and the narrative that if we don't have any awareness, we'll walk right into it and continue to reinforce the exact wrong message, and we're not saying anything about it to our, especially our young girls, that, hey, because, you know, you've had plenty of conversations. I love your page because you're constantly talking about how, for example, hip-hop disregards women. We've done shows on how hip-hop disregards women, and we both know what you're talking about, how women have been bullied, but that's coming from a, a long hell narrative, even within the culture of our own music. And, 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 and so I, while I agree with you that a woman should be these things anyway, we both know it's not that simple if you were raised and bullied into the narrative with the media's help. Right. But the thing is, so what else do we want to tell her? Do we want to tell her don't do it? You know what I'm saying? Cause that's the only other choice. And and I'm, I'm not trying to make it seem like it's easy. Cause it, I, to be honest, I feel like we telling my story <laughs> like, or a lot of our stories. Like this, this is what we experience. Like we know that these things are what they are. As our sister earlier said, like, that's why it is important that you also, you know, say you tell these little girls who they are. You you tell these little girls about the the great people that they came from and all that stuff so that they can move in life knowing that, like, listen, we are who we are, and it's okay to be who we are. And one thing that is 100% for show is when you get black girls knowing who they are and, and comfortable with who they are, like, do you know how much that changed the world? Like, do you know? Yeah, how much you I, I, I think it changes that? the world. My question, <laughs> yeah, no, it does. It does. Let me say this though. My question, in particular, to today is, would have the, that message is shown in a way that's detrimental to the community? Because 
That's yeah, the dialogue yeah. and about we can the talk about some. Uh huh. And maybe what I'm speaking of is we're talking about something different. So, so you're saying we're talking about the strong side, not the vulnerable side, because that. Lately, well, what I'm saying is just being aware of. It. Yeah. So being aware of the the dia- being aware because unaware you're gonna get reinforced. Like I'll give you a perfect example of what I'm talking about. So unfortunately. You know, like we finally have dialogue about this now over the last three or four years, and it still hasn't went away completely. But a perfect example, and I know this is one you'll understand completely, is the concept of the ride or die bitch. That's some bullshit mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. unfortunately, sisters started emulating because as a culture, we projected this was the type of woman that we wanted, right? And it became the thing mm-hmm. to do completely to the detriment of not only that woman, but our community as well, because that dialogue right. is in a space of being in the streets and that became cool, if you will, right? And so it became the desire all from messaging because we both know, you know I think we were close to the same age, our parents, our mothers weren't trying to be ride or die bitches at all. And so, right, <laughs> if you ain't riding, we obviously. <laughs> but you're so I'm so I'm so I'm speaking to the conversation today is how a narrative is a part yeah. to the culture, and that's what sticks to goddesses peace, in my opinion. It's not about whether I agree with it or not, but she's speaking to that. I'm gonna read one more thing from her piece real quick. Um, she says, um, again, this is from the same piece we read a little bit earlier. She says, "You are you are." talking about those warriors, the Dahomey warriors, and we'll get into that after the break. We'll get some history because, again, that's fair. I want to get some of that history out as well. She says, you were there fighting for your life with your back against the wall, with a big sweaty man jumping up and down on top of you, and all the other warrior girls in between battles. Then a group of Jewish white women prop you up in society like, see, look, black woman, you have history of being powerful warriors and saving their men. Look, see, they can be powerful and fearless, just like men, and we can take this atrocity and this atrocity ingrain the image of black women being king of all of the world. And when they ask why are we misgendering them, then by calling them king, we will tell them that's just how it translates. And the black woman will support it, help us defend it because they are so thirsty to be depicted in any way, and they love Auntie Viola. We will tell them their <laughs> auntie directed it. Basically, give her a chair with her name on it so she feels like she has any significant say-so, but actually she doesn't and is a pawn the way they don't ever expect an agenda coming from it. I'm going to go to break, and you can respond out of the break. i got to take care of my sponsors. We'll be right back. But all I ask is that you think. Do you need marketing designed specifically to compete in today's digital age? Well, look no further than Emoreg Digital Business Solutions, a marketing agency that's well-equipped to provide solutions to the challenges faced by businesses looking to acquire and retain customers in today's ultra-competitive marketing world. Whether it's video creation, website or logo design, mobile app development, social media and email marketing, or e-commerce design and development, Emoreg Digital Business Solutions has the answer. Visit them at emoregedbs.com. That's E-M-O-R-E-J-D-B-S.com. Or call 864-221-3646. 
Emoreds Digital Business Solutions. We're the solution to your marketing challenges. Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. This morning's discussion question, the woman king, she wrote our propaganda. Our special guest is Miss Dia from the show ATL. For the callers that just got in, you do have to press one if you want to speak. Looks like Brother William Agnew wants to get back in, but I'm going to let you respond to hopefully you processed some of what again six the goddess mm-hmm. said and it's and it's so yes yeah you're right if we mm. show our sisters they can save the world but what if they show it in a way like what she's saying mm-hmm. oh yeah um i when i first saw the trailer i had got a little angry instantly though because i was like why the heck is she called a king like <laughs> i don't get it like did we not have queens? And even though she wasn't necessarily a queen and and or they weren't considered queens as far as um queens, bloodlines, all that stuff. Because, right. you know, uh, you know, we know that okay, she's they they are still warrior queens. Um, now I totally I totally feel some of what the sister is saying. I totally feel it. I totally get it. Um, a few things, though, I think when you have women that disagree with what a woman is able to do, we will always think that something is either totally wrong or either something or our thinking is totally right. And in this situation, I think it's such a combination of everything because um, unlike her, I don't believe that women are, that like we weren't designed um, to battle or our minds aren't capable of, you know, being successful at battle, at war. I don't personally believe that at all. So, so let me ask you just real quick. Um, so just, that's a fair to have it. So if I just say it simply from a physical standpoint, is that not fair? Because uh-huh. I think um, she's, oh, yeah, she's yeah. referencing physically. Yeah, no, now listen. It's, okay. Yeah, but, but that ain't, I don't think that, I think, now, of course, I don't know everybody. I do think that that's one that we need to put, like, a most women. But I don't believe that, like, there are some women that, like, there's some women out here way stronger than y'all. <laughs> right. So so and what happens, they, though, Ms. Dia, Ms. Dia, no, that's fair. Like, that's fair. But let me throw this out, what you're saying. So what happens is, but when we're saying that in general, we all, they're always going to be the exception. So if it's, if it's fair right. generally and you're speaking generally, then – I'm very aware, you know, I'm very aware that there are, they, but even you're missing. But our mind, not the physical part, I think is, and yeah, that's, 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 that's the way more, uh-huh. that she's yeah, using. but no, 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 no. She said physical and our mind. And I don't believe that. I don't believe that I, I would never reduce a woman, especially not a black woman to not be able to think more, you know, strategically, when it comes to to war or to you know what I'm saying I, I I personally will never do that so there's some part of you know what I'm saying just this whole idea of women being warriors that is extremely problematic to some women and personally for me I I'm not one that think that our minds aren't capable of that. Okay, that's fair. Let me go to the caller. I got some more thoughts, but I want to get to the caller. 
Is that you, William, trying to jump back in? No, it's Pianchi. How you doing? Oh, Brother Pianchi. Yeah, yeah, y'all numbers throw me off. Uh, what you got, Brother Pianchi? Jump in this thing. Well, a question to your close. The woman king, sure, or propaganda? Well, one, reason, one thing, it is propaganda from a historical content because people are getting things out of a lot of place. But as far as the Shiro, I, I guess that's acceptable. Of course, you know, in my lifetime, I've seen Superwoman, I've seen Batwoman, I've seen Wonder Woman. And if it's trying to mm-hmm. build some self-esteem in young girls to get them to go beyond where they think that they can't reach, then I guess it would be a good thing. But most definitely it's propaganda. A society is just, you talk about, you know, I hear Niger, Nigerians make fun of Ghanaians and said you had to have a woman talking about Yasanti war to fight your battles because your men ran off. But uh, what happens when the warrior group, the female warrior group, the black female warrior group, in, in those societies didn't label themselves with that. What happens when they meet another female warrior group who has allied with another female warrior group? Now you got three female warrior groups fighting. What happens then? There's never been that there has never been that occurrence in real history. But I was just putting the question out there. But as far as the movie if it's going to build self-esteem and entertainment, I guess it would be a good one. Fair enough. Thank you for your three cents. And thank you for that dope question. That is a dope question. Um, it made me, I'll tell you what popped in my head, brother, before you go. It makes me wonder, is even what we're talking about right now, Miss Dia, like, you know, give, you know, giving six to goddesses perspective and you giving your perspective, it's almost like we may be having ideological battles that are similar to what he just presented, maybe not on a physical realm, but ideologically there is a, seems to be a divide, you know, with, throughout our own culture in this way, similar to what he mentions with that beautiful question. So just something that popped in my head. Your thoughts real quick? Let's do it. I'm going to share some history because, again, you wanted some of that. I'm going to share some history, but just a quick thought to what Brother Pianchi had to say. Um. Uh, I, I pretty much agree with him, you know, as far as, as far as it not being all historically accurate and stuff. Um, I don't, that, that is important. Um, and that's just across the board when, when telling stories that we're taking from, you know, historical events and stuff. Um, I do think that we need to have a, a real say in how those stories are told to make sure they're as accurate and stuff as possible. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I appreciate his response. No, fair enough. All right, let's go into some of the history. I will unfortunately let the cat out the bag. Um <laughs> the the lead character, um, so the the, the brother, I I I don't I didn't I should have got his name, but the brother that's the king, he's an actual character. Um, Viola Davis character and the next second leading lady, if you will call her that. Um, they're made up characters. Um there's not a lot of mm-hmm. history. There's not a lot of history, um, so Hollywood had to take a lot of, you know, which they can't, you know, what they say. Sometimes they do it intentionally. In this situation, there was a, there's not enough written history to have really provided an accurate story. So it's basically a written story about, you know, in a sense, some battles that did take place, but um, not a lot of history. Oh, so it's enough. It's enough written history. 
Okay. It's so I mean, my research, I, yeah, I would definitely. <laughs> so you might have more. So I just, I just got a general thing. That I, you know, I don't have time to share it all here, but I'll share with the general uh-huh. stuff I got. I'll read this real quickly. Um, but yeah, in my research, that's I didn't see that there was a lot of history. I love. I would say I love history, but I wasn't able to find a lot of written history. But if you if you know about, be aware of it, please share it and tell my, you know tell the listeners. But here's what I got so far. Who are the Dahomey Warriors? The Dahomey Warriors, also known as the Dahomey Amazons or the Agoji, are known as an all-female military regiment dwelling in the kingdom of Dahomey, now Benin in West Africa. The Agoji describe themselves as a Hosi, which meant, or Hasi maybe, a Hasi, which means king's wives. And they became an army between 1,000 to 6,000 in the mid-1900s. The army consisted of huntress, riflewomen, Reapers, gunners, and archers wielding a range of weapons in the battle, including Winchester's rifles, knives, and clubs. Originally operating as elephant hunters, the homies' third ruler, King Hujabaja, created the Goji, but the tribe later evolved into warriors. In 1727, saw the Agoji defeat a rival kingdom, and in the 1800s, King Gezo, who's, who is going to be um, featured in the movie, Turn the tribe more militant. Furthermore, um, this comes from Distractify, whatever it is, says, you know, the homie warriors had a hand in inspiring the Marvel, um, Marvel's Dora Milaje from Black Panther. So that's just a little brief mm-hmm. history or whatever, but as I was researching this week, um, I, this is what I found, if you, again, if you know more history, but according to in the, the makers of the movie, there wasn't a lot of history, so they had to take a lot of lead, leeway. And that the only history that's um, – there's a book, um, unfortunately, that comes from a, um, if you will, a European perspective. That's where the name even the homie Amazons came from that book because, as you hear, they refer mm-hmm. to themselves as the Agoji. And so that's what I was able to find. If you're aware of a lot more history, I definitely would love to maybe have you mention that if you're aware of it. No, I was saying that sarcastically a little bit as far as just knowing okay. that, um, that we do have our, a written history that maybe we don't have access to. But it's right, 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 right. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> no, no, that, yeah, that I'm 100% <laughs> with you with, but I was, yeah, I'm just pointing <laughs> yeah. out that unfortunately, like I said, even mm-hmm. the lead character is not even a – a, a noted, you know, no, noted. They they literally Person. are making yeah. making her up, unfortunately. And again, I'm not focused on just that, you know, that aspect, if you will. Um, let me see if anybody mm-hmm. else wants. I think Brother William was but okay. I'm sure nobody else wanted to get in. Okay, got you. For the other caller out there, if you want to get in, you do want to press one. If you want to get in, we only got one more segment. I'll let you get in. It's six four six seven eight seven one six nine one. Again, that's six four six. Seven eight seven one six nine one. I'm gonna actually read some more comments from the goddess. All right, and this is give some context. Is that the way this movie is being set up? We won't ever see the agenda that's coming from it. And she says, then we will tell them that they should be grateful because we're finally depicting them in a fearless them as fearless warriors instead of slaves. Then we will act as Though divine order and instinct doesn't exist, and somehow, even though women's bodies are not designed in any way for physical battle, nor are their minds, that they were the anomaly of women and back then, that this so is wait, what I'm they. So you agree with that? 
Right. So do yes, you, I do. You think that's okay to say? Yes. Yes, I do, and and, and I'll tell you why. So what happens uh, is let me hang up. I ain't giving you my precious time. <laughs> like no. <laughs> no, it's all good. Yeah, Come let me on, tell you why. You say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let me tell you why. So what happens is I think. Um, in my, you know, again, she's not here to speak for herself, but this is how I'm interpreting it. So, you know, whatever. So, so I do agree with it from this standpoint. Um, she's talking about specifically the mindset that goes with preparing for physical battle and what that looks like. And so what happens is as humans, we all have a survival trait and we all can and will battle and you can prepare your body for battle, if you will. Men and women can do that. However, genetically, Similar to in the in the in the in the animal kingdom, and in some 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 species, it's flipped, right? The, the 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 women are stronger in certain species, if you will, right? But just from the presence of physical strength and what you think you are capable, your mind actually says, okay, if I'm this strong, then I can, you know, it's almost like how you see, um, you know, little boys trying to. All, you know, it's like y'all just worry about, in a sense, little boys having to harm themselves because they're always physically uh, um, attempting to jump too far or jump from this wall to that wall. And, of course, women can learn to do that, too. But it's by design, that's what I think she's saying, and I agree with that, that it's the, not the strategy of how to conduct a war. We're talking about physically what you are capable of. And so if you're <laughs> capable of something, it's the, it's the same concept as the guy that broke the mile. When they never, when they thought they literally. Yes, I just still don't agree. Who, who are yes, we man. to, with, with all that has been created in this world, with the mind, or you know, what I'm saying the, 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 yeah, with the mind to create everything that we that's living in this world. Who are we to say that? Yeah, no, women aren't physically, you know, like capable, or their minds aren't there. There are some women out here that. Have you not met women, or did you not grow up with girls that like all they wanted to do was fight? Yes. You didn't have. You don't know any of them. Yeah, I do. I do know them. Right. So I'm saying. So so who like what if just what if just like with with some boys that that come out and that's they you know like they they think they're the strongest and they're willing to to fight until the end and or whatever. It's some girls that's out here that's like that too. So like, I just yeah, think me, I, I just I'm not one to say that the mind that created every all of this amazing stuff wouldn't say yeah I'm a I'm a create a mind of a girl that that says you know she can be a warrior. Right. It's some women that that's what they want. So now I, I, now I, now, now, now now as far as the the conversation now. Why we had to be, and why we had to have it where so many women had to do this? I'm for having that conversation. Do I think if if we weren't somewhere trying, you know, like following behind a world that was created by people that thought they had to kill each other and all that stuff, um, do we need to reevaluate their minds? I'm for having that conversation because we should never be in a situation where women that don't want to be out here fighting got to be out here fighting because, you know, man can't stop killing each other and we don't have enough men. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that right. conversation I'm for having, but for us to say it. that that mind can't be created fair to women, especially the black or, or unfair to girls, especially the black girls. All right. Let me do this last break and I'll let, um, get a comment from one of our callers back in here and um, I'll give you a response to that as well. We'll be right back where all I ask Mm -hmm. is that you think. 
Are you intimidated by money? Why, this is a question most people never think to ask themselves. But when forced to think about it, many people realize they have unrecognized fears that truly affect how they deal with money. If you want to learn more about money and the fears that keep you from prosperity, join us for Making Money Matter Monday, where money meets mental health with personal finance coach, Ashley Thomas, and psychotherapist, Dr. Katrina Pitt. Every second Monday of the month, find out if you're intimidated by money and what to do about it. To receive a link to this free Zoom event, please DM the Making Money Matter or the Mentor Dialogue Instagram pages or contact 404-604-9477. Making Matter Mondays, September the 12th, this Monday. DM us for mm-hmm. the link. We are fortunate enough to have on credit repair specialist Tiana Irvin as we talk about credit repair in the real deal, not the stuff that people are tricking you and taking your money, what it really looks like. And as always, as, as Making Money Matters is, it's money and mental health. So we always have our therapist, Dr. Trina Pittman, on as well, because when it comes to credit, if you think about it, there's a lot of anxiety associated with it. A lot of people make a lot of, unfortunately, mm-hmm. bad decisions if they get deep in debt. So not only do we want to help you with the nuts and bolts of finance, if you will, but we want to make sure we are helping you mentally process improving your finances. So if you're interested in that, DM us for the link. It's a free um, thanks to our sponsors, Zoom, that we do every second Monday, Making Money Matter Mondays with Ashley Thomas and Dr. Katrina Pittman. So definitely DM me for that. This morning's discussion question, the woman king, she wrote a propaganda and before I get to the caller, I think that might be Brother Pianchi again, before I get to the caller. So, yes, I absolutely know, you know, like you said, ask me, do I know girl? Yeah, definitely. I remember that. I remember the sisters that in our in our community that we, you know, gave them props because they were fighters, if you will, because that's who they were. And so what I want to distinguish when you ask me, do I agree with that? I am talking about the evolution of, I still say, ultimately, in general, not the exceptions I'm throwing, but in general that we are absolutely complementary and there are strengths that y'all naturally have that we don't have and we have strengths that y'all that we naturally have that you don't have in general. That doesn't preclude mm-hmm. the, the anomaly or whatever, but the perfect example in my opinion of what I'm talking about is like, for example, boxing is my favorite sport. I boxed in college. And so, you know, now we have women that box as well. You got, you know, Clarissa Shields, the sister that, you know, that's killing the game right now. Here's something that they're finding, and this is what I'm pointing to as far as the science and the evolution. So something that they're finding within women's boxing is they're trying to figure out the proper glove size. The reason they're having to figure it out is because the concussions are much more damaging even amongst the women amongst women because they're mm-hmm. now studying the thickness of the um, the, the brain cavity if you will, um, the, the skull, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. skull, or whatever, because by nature, generally speaking, a man's brain is going to be a little thicker, so more, they're saying more susceptible to impact of that nature. So I'm just using that as an example of what I mean by physical. I'm not, what I'm not saying is that there are, you know, I was in the military. There was definitely some women that could outperform some of the guys on our physical stuff. So I have no issue with that, what I, and what I am not saying is that's not um, a reality. However, in general, 
folks bringing in, if you will, the transgender conversation is the reason I'm totally against, if you will, males entering women's sport is because as a culture, we've we've always spoken yeah. about we've always spoke about equality due to making things fair. And so my issue is that has nothing to do with inequality. It has with the fact that it's unfair due to the physical traits when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm aligning when it comes to the actual action of. But yes, I'm not saying that it's anything wrong with a black six degree black belt woman that'll kick my ass. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but by design, generally speaking, if she runs But by by design they were just made for the by design they were made for some some alterations that gotta be made. Or they was made for some adjustments that gotta be made. And that's all that's all that it is. It's not that women weren't you know, their minds uh can't handle or, or their bodies can't handle physical battle and stuff like that. It's just yeah, it may be different, but that is the story of some women. So that's all that I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not for right now us pretending that like, hey, yep, we that like this, this isn't um, the propaganda part of it. Like, I'm not acting. I'm, I'm not suggesting that that isn't there as well. You know, mm-hmm. so because we do have to be careful. You know, like I said, we are tired, and we do have to. We do have to be careful of all of the weight that is being put on us through all of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, we just we do we we got to be careful of that. So I'm I'm for mm-hmm. that too. I just that, don't want to. Yep. I I don't want us to be. I want us to be careful of what we're saying because there are young girls that's hearing people tell them, you know what, by nature you weren't designed for this or you weren't made for this, and it's killing what these children, you know what I'm saying? Like, like this is just who some of these kids, this is who some people are. That's right. all I'm and like saying. I said, and, I, and I'm, just, I'm just real big on, if, you, and get, if I'm just real big on that the dialogue takes, takes place in the general, because I will say, what I will say to your credit, and this is what happens quite often and has happened historically is, as a culture, not not just black people, but just as a world, we don't always make good room for exceptions. And so we don't appreciate them. We don't accept them. And like you said, so you can, you can take away a message for somebody who that is their desire. Right. So I understand that that's your concern. And, and I want to, I'm pointing it out because I want you to know that I agree with that part. I, I, but I am always encouraging that when we're having a general conversation, mm-hmm. that's where the dialogue has to take place because that's where the cultural conversation Mm-mm. that's necessary Mm-mm. has Mm-mm. to take place. And so when you run to Mm-mm. the exception, I don't believe in that. We can do two things, Montoya. We can do two but things. Listen to what I'm saying. One. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm not saying that we can't do two things. But what happens yeah, is you if, you spend, if you spend time focused on those who can and the exceptions, you never come up with a solution for what generally applies. That's not I've true. That's it, not true. I've seen it bogged down true. a thousand we conversations. Uh, oh, that's not true. I promise you it's not. When we spend the time, when we spend it wisely, that's what's important. If we spend wisely the time, if you want to talk to the people that's in general, talk to them. They hear you right now. They hear the the, the people that, that you're supposed to be speaking to, they hear you, and that's all that you need to, you know, really worry about. And then the people that needed to hear the other message, as long as it truly is not damaging, because that's the thing. We get, you know, like we 
because of those exceptional people, we try to act, or the people, you know what I'm saying, the anomalies, we try to act like they don't, almost like they're wrong or they don't deserve those that that understanding because they confuse too. Like it's some, it's, it's some little girls out here not confused as to why she just want to stand up and fight for her people. You know what I'm saying? Some little girls out here right now that just want to go because it, cause this is what, I'm, what I do, you know, kind of appreciate about this story uh, being told is if we're telling our people at one hand, hey, y'all, we at war. Y'all just don't know it. You know how many times people tell our people we have war and we just don't know it and stuff? But then when we start talking war, we telling them now, like, you know, your mind can't handle war. We can't do that because in reality, we are at war. And in reality, there may be, you know what I'm saying, like, we, we just at war. And, and we, if the agenda and, and we is, know that. And, and, and being, if, if, if being at war is includes messaging coming from quote unquote someone who we're at war with intentionally propping the women up because it's to their advantage. Do you do that's the do you understand if that's it's so the narrative <laughs> oh, yeah. is coming I'm, from I'm, someone I'm else. Having, we, yeah, we can talk we can talk about that too. We can talk about that that's too. That's the whole um, conversation today. As long yeah, yeah. But but we just can't make it seem like just because it's some ill intent, and just because there is some, that's always still when we talking about us and talking about our um, if they out there, we can fuss and cry all day long about how it's wrong and stuff. But they out there, so we gotta. What my thing is figuring out what do we do with this information and with it, you know what I'm saying? Like it's gonna be different stories. It ain't gonna uh, one person ain't gonna have the total solution to it, or you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, they solution gonna work for some people, but then some people, this is what's gonna work. So for me, I just think that with with it being out there, we know who put it out there and all that stuff. We do need to take time and okay. So now we should be learning about the the, the homie. You know what I'm saying? At least learning something more of their story or learning. You know, so it's it's fair just enough. we here. You know what I'm saying? Fair we enough. here. No, fair enough, Queen. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. All right, brother Pianchi, I wasn't able to get to you quickly. If you got a one minute comment, I'm gonna throw you in because I leave a minute for. Uh, you know, I listen to people Go ahead, brother. say it. Sorry, those those people that was recruited and going battle for the kings were slaves. No mm-hmm. king is going to put his own kiss and kin out to be killed. Matter of fact, when one tribe was being attacked by another, they will usher the the women in German off into the forest, up in the mountain of Papa, which you call Ghana. They would usher them into the caves to hide them. When those kings, one uh, Dahomey king, when he died, he killed a thousand slaves to go along with him into the afterworld. You know, a good remnant of mm-hmm. kings or leaders having women around them was Gaddafi. His security forces, a lot of them were women. So it's okay to build self-esteem, but for the understanding of another culture, another society, what went on in them, I don't think so. Thank you again. Uh, thank you for that. You know, I've been on that lake. Hey, you know another thing? I've been on that lake. It's houses on stilts on water that's about five feet deep. It was a canoe lake. It's still there today. Thank wow. you. Nah, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. We got a minute, uh, Ms. Dia. Tell them how they stay in contact with you, uh, and I'll hit you up about um, bending it uh, on Friday as well. 
Thank you, and thank you so much for what all that you're doing. You are so awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, y'all can can find me at Pretty Dope Dia, and it's just spelled regularly, so Pretty Dope, and then Dia spelled like they or either Detroit in Atlanta. What up, though? Um, you can follow me there, and yeah, thank you for having me, and thank you so much, really, for all, you know, like what you're doing. Thank you very much. See y'all next Saturday. All I ask is that you think. <laughs>